0: Welcome to the true safety podcast with Apollonia Rockwell, where each week you hear from safety industry experts and leaders discussing safety culture, team development and the future of the safety industry. If you are looking for help with your safety program or have questions, head to true slash podcast. Let's get started. Hello. Hello everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the true safety podcast. I'm your co-host here with Apollonia Rockwell. Apollonia, how's your morning going?
1: Oh my goodness. It's going good. I'm getting closer to my due date. So it's just flying by. Yeah.
0: Yeah. For those of you that don't know, Apollonia is uh, leading a fast growing company while also being a mom um, and growing a baby. So uh, props to you. Not sure how you do it all, but you do it all. So Speaking of growing humans, we're going to talk about human rights today uh, because this week the uh, United Nations Human Rights Council determined that having a healthy work environment is officially a human right, which if you would have asked me last week... (laughs) probably would have thought that it happened already.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You were reading that and you thought, what exactly? Why, why is this not standard that we're in 2021? I'm confused.
0: Yeah. So the good thing is, um, that it's now officially a human right that, uh, every human has the right to a healthy working and living environment. So I think that, you know, obviously the countries that this impacts the most are probably some third world countries. Um, however, I think that this is kind of a reminder to us all that, uh, on a day-to-day basis, you should be able to go through your life without having without being forced to be exposed to chemicals, to harm, to all of this stuff. I'd love to kind of know your initial thoughts on something like this, Apollonia.
1: Yeah, I mean, reading some statistics, um, according to the World Health Organization, 24% of all global deaths, roughly 13.7 million deaths a year, are linked to the environment due to risks such as air pollution and chemical exposure. And yeah, I mean, going off of your, your comment of this might not be, or, or your when you were curious, is this going on in the U S what does that look like? What, you know, Mm -hmm. and it actually, what came through my mind is that I think a lot of people just really aren't aware. I mean, there really are still smaller companies where there's welders and they're welding in a shop or they're, um, employees are at a paint booth. I could think of a couple different scenarios that I've seen just in the last couple of years, um, employees working in a paint booth and they're exposed to chemicals or in a confined space, a a confined area. And uh, in those types of environments, you just don't really think I'm being exposed to something potentially hazardous Mm long-term. Yeah. my, um, I'm feeling some respiratory issues at the end of the day, but I'm not going to ask any questions. It's a small mom and pop shop. Um, everybody acts like it's normal. Uh, sometimes we don't, we use respirators. Sometimes right. we do those things happen all the time in smaller businesses, small to medium sized businesses. Right. So I think some people are just actually not aware that there could be a potential chemical hazard that they're exposed to, they're not wearing the right PPE. And uh, no, one, no one is really raising right. a red flag.
0: When I think a lot of people discount it saying, oh, it's not that bad. You know, the exposure is just something super minor. But when you have minor exposure for a year, for 10 years, for 20 years, for 30 years, like what are the impacts on your health? when you kind of just are okay with some minor hazard exposures and you don't want to inconvenience the company. You don't want to inconvenience, you know, your manager. You don't want to like get in trouble for being a tattle, like for just like being a nuisance for saying like, Hey, you know, what about this? I think this should be different. Like I think we're being exposed to a hazard here. Mm -hmm. What should people be doing if they're maybe in the position where they're like, you know what? Like, on a regular basis, I'm kind of exposed to some hazards. Um, and maybe my work environment is not, is not healthy. Uh, Mm -hmm. what should people be doing?
1: I love this question. Oh my gosh. This is all non-scripted. Like these questions. That's why I like, this is really good because, um, so my mind goes into two different places. So one On the safety side, so I'll just let you know, like on the safety professional side, it is frustrating working with companies where in the past we've had an employee that calls OSHA, let's say, so XYZ Construction Company, and that disgruntled employee or an ex-employee, or somebody, somebody has called OSHA, and OSHA is now at the facility, and that company is, in a sense, blindsided, because they're like, we don't, this is a a whistleblower call, phone call, we, you know, we're not really sure, we're not really sure where this, this this concern came from, because nobody, nobody approached us first, so Mm -hmm. that's frustrating, so, um, but This is an exciting question for me. So this is the advice I would give. Number one, I would absolutely talk to your employer first. And I would raise those questions like, hey, where, are you know, I'm curious about the PPE that we're using, our respirator that we might be using. Um, we've been exposed to X, Y, Z hazard. I just want to understand, like, how that works. If there is a safety department, bring it to them. If it is a smaller company and its management and um, and the owners are really the ones leading the show, I would ask them first and just be curious because that is important. And your employer does have a a responsibility to provide a healthy and safe work environment so Mm -hmm. if your concerns do fall on deaf ears then it is your right to then the next part of uh, what I want to talk about was if you do bring it up to your employer it's not being addressed in any way um, you're not seeing any changes you didn't get any answers then unfortunately and fortunately, you do need to contact OSHA right away. And it doesn't have to be a big ordeal. You can, and I've done this several times, is I've called OSHA And your local um, OSHA department, so we have two here in Colorado, I've called them several times and I've just been asking them questions. So they will be able to reference the law to you. They'll be able to reference employer responsibilities, employee responsibilities, um, because it goes both ways and they will be able to walk you through any hazard that you are concerned about and it's not at that time that just because you call OSHA hey heck even if you're a safety professional if you have questions about your own policy and your work practices you would just call OSHA and ask these questions they don't prompt a freaking audit right then and there Mm -hmm. it's up to you if you want to warrant an audit or not or if this is not solved right during the phone call
0: so and this doesn't mean that you're not going to have a dangerous job, yeah. right? Like, I'm sure there's some people that are listening and they're like, well, my job is just dangerous. Like there's, a, so
1: there's risks, like, yeah.
0: help me understand kind of the difference between like, you know, this new human right. Uh, but then also like, how does this play into like, okay, well, I have a dangerous job. Like, Some Mm -hmm. people's jobs, they are working with chemicals. Some people's jobs, they are working in, you know, around heavy equipment that can be dangerous. Mm -hmm. What is like the responsibility associated with like, like who's responsible in situations like this, where a worker does have a dangerous job, but they also have, you know, a right to, to have like a healthy working environment.
1: Yeah. Great question. So the employer's responsibility is to identify the risks, all risks at that job at that job site at that at that facility in that scope of work. So it's our, it's their employer's job to identify the risk and then mitigate that risk as best as possible. So for an example, if you are working at, with chemicals, are you provided with the appropriate PPE personal protective equipment? Are you exposed for so on the chemical side um there's a, an SDS so there's a safety data sheet for every chemical that you'll ever be exposed to you can you can google these but the employer on just specifically for the the chemical question is you'll get a safety data sheet and this safety data sheet is going to show you everything that you need to know about that chemical as far as PPE, but also duration of exposure. How do I handle this chemical exactly? Mm -hmm. That's how you handle that. That'll give you the written blueprint of how to work with that particular chemical, how long you need to be exposed to it, what to do if you are exposed, emergency response, things like that. And then um, like you said, working around heavy equipment, what are what are what's the employer doing we're all in the shop and we see a forklift commonly going to and from the shop back and forth what are we doing about that okay well is that piece of equipment maintained where they have backup horns and they have the right signage and there's in the shop of don't um you know, they have designated areas where that piece of equipment can operate and you are communicating with that operator. So that way you're in their, Mm -hmm. their, uh, site at all times. And so, um, if it's just a free for all, then sure. Absolutely. Work with your company first to see how you both can collaborate on some solutions. Um, absolutely.
0: Yeah. And our encouragement to listeners is to know like you're, you know, I think there's a lot of jobs out there that do have risks. There are Apparently hazards. Are and, risky. yeah. Yeah, right. absolutely. And, you know, this kind of uh, statement, this kind of certification by the United Nations Human Rights Council, that you have a right to a healthy environment, that's not saying there's not going to be risk to your job. It is saying that um, you deserve... Just by being a human, just by being alive, you deserve to be at least protected from those, you know, hazards on a daily basis. So our encouragement to listeners is, um, certainly do not like pretty much don't put up with being okay with yourself, being at risk unprotected, um, on a Mm -hmm. daily basis, as we kind of bring this to a close, any closing words or encouragements from you, Apollonia?
1: I think that the best situation that I've seen in the past where an employee has been concerned about, um, XYZ risk, it could be a it could be working at heights, it could be working with chemicals, um, it could be any any of the above. The best situation has always been the employee has gone to management or safety, they raise their hand, they're concerned, and then we're sitting down and we're having a conversation and we're creating solutions right there. So I think that'd be the final note is um if you do have a concern at your workplace maybe have some solutions and maybe you don't cause you're newer and you're just genuinely curious. But, um, for the most part, you have an idea of how things could be done better and how things can be done more efficiently as well as being safe. And so normally you're the subject matter expert. So bring those to your employer and try to work out a solution, um, that will, yeah, that will help the rest of the team, not just yourself. So, Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Well, thank you so much, Apollonia, for always sharing your insight. And uh, I'm glad that it is finally a human right that you deserve (laughs) to have a healthy environment to live on where uh, progress is happening in our society.
1: It's 2021, progress is happening. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, if you have any uh, comments or just feedback more on this topic, drop it in a comment. I'd love to hear your feedback.
0: Yeah. We'd love to hear from y'all. So awesome. Well, we will see you next time on the true safety podcast. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the true safety podcast with Apollonia Rockwell. If you are looking to save time and money with your safety program this year, we'd love to hear from you. Head to truesafetyservices.com slash podcast to schedule a free call with our team where we will help you identify the biggest opportunities for growth in your company and safety program. And we'll connect you with the right resources to help you grow. Again, that is truesafetyservices.com slash podcast. Thanks so much for listening. We will see you next week. And if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to the podcast and share with your friends. If you know anyone who needs to hear this episode today, click the share button and send them this episode.